wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. Is it privileged to say that personal development is a privilege? Oh, I had a lot of feelings recently when I saw a conversation asking if personal development is a privilege. And it really depends on how we define personal development, because I do believe that it is ego and absolutely arrogant to believe that personal development is only available to you if you invest in it, if you have money, right? I think all of you by now that I'm a spiritual person. I apprentice with a shaman, but before I began to apprentice with that shaman, I really enjoyed being aware of what was going on in the world to the degree that I was awake and aware myself. And I think that this is an important point. We are only aware to the degree that we allow ourselves to be awake and aware and to the degree that we choose to lean into our sense and not be caught up in our thoughts, our past, our stories to evaluate what's happening in front of us. I don't know if you know the story of Dr. Ben Carson. So he was the pediatric neurosurgeon. He was affiliated with the Donald Trump campaign. I think that's how most people came to know about him. He grew up very poor. His mother was a housekeeper for wealthy people. And she watched wealthy people. And she noticed that their children read. They read books. Their children read books. So what did she do? She had her children go to the library. They had to read. And it was through reading and her allowing and encouraging this character trait in her children to be open to knowledge, to be open to ideas, to seek out information, and her knowing that there was something better for them, that allowed him to grow as a person. So there were other people who grew up in the neighborhood with him who probably never 
saw the opportunities that he saw because they were in an environment where maybe their parents didn't see the potential. Their parents didn't see the opportunities. Now, did Ben Carson's mother, did, did she have money? Did she have an education? Did she grow? No, but she saw the potential and she instilled the belief and the values in him of potential, of learning, of educating yourself out. But it's not just the knowledge in terms of him becoming a physician. There, there was a part of the identity at work. You've heard me talk about identity. I am, it's just my thing. Everything comes down to our identity. We cannot outperform our identity in our life. And she instilled in him the values that created this identity of potential. It created an idea of possibility. I know people, I live in rural Mississippi. I know people who have no desire for wealth. They have no desire for fame, but they're salt of the earth people. They are wholesome. Do they have the money that they would ever invest in a personal development course? I have no idea. However, they have followed and have learned some basic truths. There are some basic values and principles that they follow. Love, compassion, not judging, not going out and tearing other people down. And because they're not involved in the gossip and the rumor mills and the judgment, and because they trust that things will work out, they're able to lean into what they believe in and follow that. Depending on how you define personal development, that person is actively engaged in personal development, whether that person lives on a fixed income, or they have millions of dollars, they are on that path of personal development. We do not have to have an immense amount of wealth to reach self-actualization. Self-actualization is an inside job, and it revolves around the stories and the beliefs that we have and how we handle our emotions, how we get caught up in these things, or we don't get caught up in these things so that we can move through our core basic needs and be in a state where we can allow th these things to evolve. I know that there are, and I'm going to do another episode on this. I did one last year, but I'm going to do another one. Talking about our basic needs, our core needs, when we realize, when we come to this place of knowing that we can trust ourselves to be resourceful, when we come to this place where we aren't afraid of death, and yes, I said it, when we come to this place where we aren't afraid of death and we trust ourselves and we know that we are resourceful 
and we can let go of attachment to how things play out. We can have very little and actually have more self-esteem and a greater degree of self-actualization than someone who has everything handed to them. It, it's all about desire. It's about willingness. It's about this following this pull to truly connect with who we are. Now, do personal development courses, do the books, do the retreats, do the weekends, do all of these things help to speed up that process? Does it help to crack open our awareness, especially when you're like I was and you were 48 years old, when you really learn the principles behind tapping into that fulfilling life? I don't know. Does it make it faster? Or is it simply being married to our beliefs and stories from the past that slowed us down? Were we holding so tightly to the things that we were told we were supposed to do? Is that what actually slowed down our path that even makes personal development necessary? Attachment, right? It's something. I've said it before. Attachment, being attached to an expectation of how something should look, how it should be, how it should turn out, that is the source of our dissatisfaction. And when we're married to these attachments, or when we have these attachments to expectations, when we're married to our expectations, then we're blinding ourselves to possibility. We're putting a wall up around ourselves. So I don't think personal development is a privilege. Personal development comes down to our awareness. Personal development comes down to tuning into ourselves. You don't need a book for personal development. You don't need a course for personal development. Does it make things easier? Yes, especially when you have decades of unlearning to do. It helps to facilitate and speed up that unlearning because th there's something that I've noticed in myself and in others, and it's once we recognize just how freaking good life can be, we want to put the gas pedal to the floor. We want to speed it up. So if you're defining personal development as the ability to acquire knowledge and techniques and tools that speed up this path to self-actualization, this inner path to growth and expansion and stucking and shedding away all the layers of the past, then yes, in that definition, personal development would be a privilege to those who can invest and afford to do that. But in and of itself, defining personal development as being on that path to personal growth, personal expansion, to tapping in to what is out there, that is not a privilege. It is an ability that we all have provided we don't get stuck and caught in our emotions and our stories. And that's human nature. Those are the lessons that we came here to learn. 
those are the things that we chose to come experience. We all have more in common than not. And I've noticed, like right now, I'm running a boxer mini mind. I think this is something I'm going to continue to run on a monthly basis because it is such an expansive way to connect with like-minded people and to see within a group we are not alone in our experiences. We are not alone in what we feel. In this mini mind that's running right now, one person will dive into a vulnerable share and we start going back and forth and I'm coaching and then people are coming back. It's, oh my God, they'll say to the participant, what you said so landed for me, I've experienced that. And Penny, what you shared, it like really unlocked something in me. And so while the people have had a similar experience or carrying a similar story, the underpinnings of that story, the underpinnings of what was keeping them in this place and not moving forward were completely different. But the things that unlocked that for them, that the coaching was the same. And it's because I've done thousands of hours of sessions with people and I see the patterns. When I talk to people about money and I talk to people about relationships and I talk to people about leading their team and I talk to people about letting go of validation in their business so that they can grow their business without exhausting and burning out themselves. From the framework of shifting the mind, the same things can unlock from my perspective, from the part that I do. I'm going for the pattern. I'm going to unlock the pattern and bust the belief. I don't have to change the story around the belief. I go in and I help people unlock that pattern so that they can find their own personal solution. This is one of the other things around personal development that really cracks me up. There are people who take huge offense and we all have our positions, right? That's part of being an expert. We have our position on a topic. They have this position that when someone tells you that all of the answers are on the inside, that they are ducking underneath the surface, that they don't know what they're talking about, and that is their way of gaslighting a client that they're working with because they, as a coach, a healer, or whatever, may not know the answer. All of the answers are truly within. Every one of these women in the mini mind, I am a facilitator and they unlock their own answers and solutions. I cannot tell someone what the solution is. What I can do is shift the thinking, unlock the pattern, and allow them to find the solution that is aligned with them, that is going to work with them. If tapping into the boxer mini mind sounds like something that's aligned with you, it is the lowest investment point at which you can get direct access to me. Whatever comes up for you in the moment, you just pop into Voxer. You pop your question and I may be immediately available. It may be a few hours, but I will come in and respond. And you have the benefit of the perspectives of everybody else in the mini mind. It's four weeks long and Right now, only right now, the investment 
is $299. That investment will be going up. If you're lucky enough to get in on my early registration, you can even get in at a little bit lower of an investment point. I don't know how long I will continue to do these right now. They are absolutely on fire. It's absolutely enjoyable. And it allows me to serve several people at the same time. And for that INI, that reciprocity to be there where the members are supporting one another. So DM me, or if you're on my email list, drop me an email. Let me know you want to be part of the Boxer Mini Mind. We will have the link here in the show notes. You just have to click it, sign up. It's that easy. All right, I'll see you next week on Design Your Destiny. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference, elevating humanity and mankind.